one of my like big principles is I don't want to just tell my kids they can do anything. I want to show them they can do anything they want to do. Hey, babe, welcome to the sales and social podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500 What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited today because I have my friend Andrea here today, and we're going to talk about one of the topics that you guys all need to know more about, and that is legal protection of your business. So, Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Tell my audience and let's dive into today's juicy episode. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am Andrea Sager. I am the go-to when it comes to the legal for online space. I take you from feeling that anxiety, like, oh, I know this is something I need to handle, but I'm just too scared. I don't know what, what goes into it. I take you from feeling that to like, oh, that's it? Like that? That that was it. Like that's all I had to do. So I give you that peace of mind, knowing that you are legally protected, and I help you grow on scale with the legal protection. Oh my god, so good because I think that there. Are, first of all, I think there's like so many misconceptions too when it comes to like protecting your business. Like it's going to be this like huge ordeal. It's going to cost people yeah. like millions of dollars. They're not ready mm-hmm. for it. So let's like dive into like first of all, like maybe some of the myths that people think mm-hmm. when it comes to protecting your business legally. Yeah. So when I talk about legal protection, I am not talking about the courtroom. And that's what most people are scared of. They're like, oh, like that million dollar lawsuit that's in the news, that billion dollar lawsuit. Like that's what happens when you don't protect yourself. Exactly. (laughs) I'm doing everything up front to make sure none of that happens to you. So when I say legal protection, I'm talking about lowering your risk. Mm-hmm. In business, the moment you become a business owner, the moment you make that first sale, the moment you decide, hey, I'm a business owner, your risk goes through the roof. And so there's protections that you have to put in place to make sure you're lowering that risk every single day. And that's what I teach. That's what we do. And basically, I my goal is to just educate entrepreneurs to help them see, hey, it actually doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be intimidating. When you put the work, when you do the work up front, like that's when it's easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I love that you talk about that because I do think that a lot of people wait too long. Yeah, maybe they've already had a podcast come out, or they've already had a client go bad, or they've already had to go into collections, and then it's like, oh shit, yeah. now what do I do? So like, yep. you know, most of the entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast are going to hit their first six figures, or they're multiple six figure business owners. So like, what are the things that they should be doing now to protect themselves? Yeah, so there it's called the core what I call the core 3 and okay. this is your business entity, contracts and intellectual property. And awesome. these are the same three needs that every single business owner needs. Every business will have additional needs which are different from the next, but every single business has those same core 3. You want to dive into those for us? Yes. So the <laughs> entities, that is how you legally operate and for small businesses, this is an LLC, limited liability company. Mm-hmm. And 
most people, I hear it all the time. Oh, I heard from my accountant or somebody that it's not worth it for me to file until I'm making this much money. Like that is so wrong. Mm -hmm. You need to be an LLC as soon as possible. And I'll, I'll illustrate why, but just know that if anybody tells you not to file an LLC or to wait until this or that, they're wrong. And you guys heard it here first on this (laughs) podcast. You can thank us later. Trust us. Yes. So basically the LLC, it's a limited liability company and it's protecting you from the debts of your company. So you as an individual, because if you're a sole proprietor, so you're not an LLC, maybe you have filed a DBA. If you filed just a DBA, you're a sole proprietor. And that means you and your business are one and the same. There's no degree of separation. And that means if you accidentally do something in the business that can cause you to get sued, you're also getting sued personally. And you obviously don't want that to happen. So you you have the LLC in order to have that degree of separation. So if you do something in the business that causes the business to get sued, they can't come after you personally. Or if you accidentally do something, you cause a car accident and they sue you personally, they can't come after the business asset. So it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to like timing of the LLC, most accountants will tell you to wait because they think it's the same thing as the S-Corp election. The S-Corp is taxes and You really can't make the S-Corp election until you are making a certain amount of money. However, they're not the same thing. The ideal situation is to be an LLC taxed as an Mm S-Corp. However, you want that LLC as quickly as possible. And that LLC comes from day one. And Mm -hmm. the reason it, so let's say today's day one, you hear from somebody, wait till you're making, you know, $100,000 a year. Let's just go with that. You're getting your legal advice on TikTok, let's say. (laughs) Yes. And they say, wait till you're making $100,000. And so you're like, okay, cool. Here's day one, day two. You blow up on TikTok. And then you realize on day three, like, oh my gosh, I'm making all this money. And so then day four, you're like, okay, I'm going to go file this LLC. Well, then day 100 comes along and you get sued for what happened on day one or day two Mm -hmm. or day three any day before you file that LLC, even though you may be an LLC the day the lawsuit happens, if you were not an LLC at the time the act happened, you do not get the LLC protection. And that is why you want to be an LLC as quickly as possible, because you never know what's going to happen and you need to be protected as quickly as possible. So good. Yeah, you guys, it is so good. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you do not have an LLC, I want you to literally slide into Andrea's DMs and get that taken care of. So all of you thousands of listeners right now, rush over to her DMs and let her take care of your LLC. Yes. All right. What is number two? So number two is contracts. Rule number one, don't be afraid to use contracts. Thank you. I hear it all the time. Like, oh, you know, it's just this handshake deal. Like I've known this person forever. That's all the more reason to use a written contract. With a written contract, you're literally on the same page. Yes. (laughs) You, and honestly, the contract is there to protect you and the other party. It's not so you can pull one over on them or do this shady thing or that shady thing. Like 99% of the time, people are there doing good business. Mm -hmm. And you like, it's really a mindset shift. I was going to say, if you have an issue with contracts, you need to do some inner work. 
Well, I, what I see often is, and I, I love where I am now in life because it's, I get to like mesh a little bit of woo woo with the legal stuff. And I'm like, okay, let's dig into why you're scared of contracts. And honestly, what happens is we've all been screwed over at some point, like early termination fees, something that we didn't know was in a contract. Eventually we got screwed over on something. And now that's why you don't want to use contracts, which I totally understand. However, and especially when people are like, oh, I'm, I'm trying out this little side hustle. I'm, you know, trying to make this thing work. You have to understand, even though it might not be your full-time gig, you are still a business owner. And this is how business owners operate. Mm-hmm. You have to get that through your head, really make that mindset shift. Like I'm a business owner. This is how business owners operate. Mm-hmm. And it truly is just making sure there's no issues. There's no communication issues. Because if you don't write it down, you have expectations in your head that the other person doesn't know. And they have expectations that are in their head that you don't know about. But if you put everything down on a piece of paper, no questions. Mm -hmm. And do you help people with contracts? Absolutely. So we have, and I'm, I'm the first person to tell you like, Hey, you probably don't need custom contracts, especially if you're just starting out. And that's why we created our contract vault. So you just go to the contractvault.com. We sell them in different niche bundles. So if you're a course creator, we have a bundle for courses. And if you're a coach, we have a bundle for coaches. So we have all the different bundles for online business space and the contracts, every bundle includes terms and conditions and a privacy policy, because if you have a website, you need those two things on your website. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, what else is needed? I tell people anytime money's changing hands, you want to have a written agreement. Mm-hmm. Think about, you know, even it. So I, and sometimes I'll, I really just say anytime value is changing hands. Mm-hmm. So anytime you want to barter something, you still need a written agreement. Mm-hmm. And it really just eliminates confusion and it allows the contract to be the bad guy. If there is an issue when somebody says, Hey, I want a refund and you have no refunds in the contract. You can say, Hey, I, you know, I understand, but we signed this agreement and it says no refunds. And speaking of refunds, I always suggest having no refunds in your contract. I was just going to ask you that. Mm -hmm. I always suggest no refunds because you can always go outside of that contract. If, you know, we're all human, you understand, and you're like, you know what, I I feel an alignment giving this refund. You can do that. What I don't like to see was people say refunds on a case-by-case basis. Somebody's going to come to you and give you every sob story, and you're like, no. And they're like, you can do it on a case-by-case basis, and you're just choosing not to. Yep. So instead you want to put no refunds, somebody comes to you with whatever, and you are okay giving them a refund and you say, Hey, you know, refunds aren't allowed. However, I understand what you're going through. Let me, you know, I will go ahead and give you a refund or, you know, we'll cancel the remaining payments, whatever the situation is that it's showing you going above and beyond. So under promise over deliver. Yep. Yeah, we know we have a no refund policy in our contracts. And I think to date, we've helped over 500 entrepreneurs. I think I've given two refunds to date and they have done like very much like a case by case basis. But again, if I was like, oh, case by case basis, like just like you said, everyone is going to find a reason or something to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you're just not doing that. So I love that because I was actually going to ask you what your thought process was on refunds and contracts. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what I tell everybody because you, you want to have the upper hand. You want to have the ability to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then what is number three? 
Number three is my jam, intellectual property. I love this one. <laughs> yeah, you actually just came into the sales and social mastermind and talked about this. And so many people actually, after that call, were like, I need to do some work on this one. Yeah. So I love intellectual property because that is really my bread and butter. So this is intellectual property IP. It falls basically what's underneath that is patents, trademarks, and copyrights. Mm -hmm. Patents are new inventions, not something I cover, but if you ever need a patent referral, just let me know. Happy to introduce you. Mm -hmm. Now, trademarks and copyrights, this is most likely your brand's most valuable asset. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love this so much because especially in the online space, mm -hmm. you don't have physical products. Of course, e-commerce brands, like, yes, you have physical products, but even if you have physical products, your IP is most likely still your most valuable asset. So think about Nike. Nike, if they had all of their merchandise in one warehouse, which would never happen, mm -hmm. but if they had it all in one warehouse and that warehouse burned down, they would have no merchandise to sell. Would Nike no longer be a billion dollar company. No. They would still be a billion dollar yeah. company. I mean, <laughs> they might be just a fine. trillion dollar company. Yeah, they would be just fine. Why? Because of the intellectual property they have. Mm -hmm. Everything, like most big brands, their most valuable asset is intellectual property. Disney is a great the example. Swoosh, the, 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 yes. the, the just do it. Disney, the majority of their revenue comes from licensing. Mm -hmm. And that is passive income from all the intellectual property they have created. You create it once and somebody else pays you to use it. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is the power of intellectual property. And that's what I try to teach as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into trademarks and copyrights. Trademarks identify your brand, mm -hmm. your brand name, your logo, a slogan, a product name, a service name, your podcast name, anything that has a unique name within your business, it can probably be protected with the trademark. Mm-hmm. Copyrights. This is your content, your creative work, blog posts, videos, photos, this podcast episode, any recordings, your website copy, your long form Instagram captions. All of that is protected with a copyright. And mm -hmm. the thing about copyrights, you actually have protection the moment the work is created. You don't have to have a registration to have rights. Mm -hmm. different story for trademarks. And right now the trademark process is taking over a year to be registered. So if you have been thinking about trademarks, you definitely want to get on that as quickly as possible because they're way behind. <laughs> yeah. I know I had a girl inside of my mastermind who has um, a, a podcast and I'll share it on this on thing. And hers was um, the millionaire mindset. And she's had this podcast for two years and she has a podcast. She has a mastermind and she has a membership and after she came in, you came into the um, the mastermind, she actually realized that this was trademarked to Sabrina Phillips. Mm. And she had no idea. Wow. And so she looked it up and then she was like, I have to change my podcast. I have to change my membership. And I have to change my mastermind. And like, she just had no idea. So mm -hmm. you guys, it's not that like people try to do things out of integrity or they just try to do it. Like, we just don't know. Right. right. I, I put this podcast together, sales and social. I'll be honest. I have no idea if somebody else has this name. I just put it out. Right. So it's like now I have to go back and, you know, obviously work with Andrea to make sure that nobody has this. So it's like not that you're doing something out of integrity or that you don't know. It's just like you don't know. But I love how you told the story in the mastermind. I would love for you to share it here. It's like how your name is protected. Like if Andrew uses it, like tell us yeah. like how much this actually goes into effect. 
Yeah. So with trademarks, it's not just the same exact name that is trademark infringement. It's anything similar enough to where consumers are likely to be confused. So that likelihood of confusion, that's really the big test for whether something is trademark infringement or not. Now, my law firm is Andrea Sager Law. And that is protected with a trademark. Our logo is protected. Andrea Sager's like we have, I practice what I preach. (laughs) We have a ton of trademarks. So Andrea Sager law, if there's an Andrew Sager law firm or legal or the Andrew Sager law firm, that's all trademark infringement. Andrea, Andrea spelled differently, Seager the law firm, law and associates, any variation that is trademark infringement, even with legal names. Mm -hmm. So even though you have a legal name, it doesn't mean you're legal to conduct business with that name. Yeah. That is so powerful. Yeah. And so many people, especially in the online space, because there's so many personal brands, they're like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need to worry about trademarks because I just do it with my personal name. Like and I'm my like, name. Yeah. I'm like, just because you have a legal name, you're not necessarily legal to conduct business with that name. Because think about all the fashion designers, Calvin Klein, Kate Spade, Rebecca Minkoff, like they're all protected with a trademark mm-hmm. because if not, somebody else can come in and begin using that name. Yeah. How many Tiffany's are there? Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, You actually told the story too in the mastermind, like how other people can actually pay you for your branding. Yes. Yeah. So I love teaching and we teach this in our trademark course. So in the trademark course we have, we teach you how to search, file, and then licensing because licensing is where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. And licensing comes when somebody else wants to use your name Mm -hmm. while you have the registration. Mm-hmm. And that's called, you, you, they can pay you a license fee, royalties. So, and a lot of times when somebody is infringing on your name, that's how you can turn them into a licensor. So uh, last year I had a client come to me. We had, she owned a clothing boutique. We got her registration a couple of years ago. And she came to me last year and said, Hey, Andrea, I found this other brand. It's a very similar name, but it was spelled differently. She's like, is this infringement or am I just, you know, out of luck? And I was like, no, absolutely. This is infringement. Like, this is exactly why we got the registration so we can get them um, removed. Mm-hmm. And we basically submitted a takedown, an online takedown where they were online. So Keep in mind, we didn't, she didn't pay me to send a cease and desist letter. And this is what I, this is all the information I like to give clients. It's like, look, we can send a cease and desist letter or we can just submit a takedown. Mm-hmm. Once you have the actual trademark registration, you can submit an online takedown and any online platform has to abide by the takedown process or else they can be sued for trademark infringement. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really powerful, especially in the online space to have a trademark registration. Yeah. Now, we got them taken down <laughs> a couple of weeks later, their attorney reached out and said, Hey, can we, you know, coexist and a coexisting agreement? Basically they wanted to have a license without having to pay. And I told the client, I was like, Hey, they're asking for this. You do not have to agree to this at all. But legally I had to tell her what they were offering. And I was like, you can also counter and ask them for money blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I got the registration. I don't want to share the name. And I was like, absolutely. That is your right. So I go back to the attorney. I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Then he comes back a couple of weeks later and he's like, Hey, my client will pay $25,000 
so they don't have to rebrand and continue using the name. And I went to my client. And I was like, I know you didn't want money, but this is what they're offering. $25,000. And she's like, okay, where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so powerful because, and I don't like to share that to tell, like make people think that's going to happen to everyone, but this happens all the time. Yeah. Client, like we go after, we don't even send cease and desist letters. We just get them literally rem- their whole online presence removed from the internet. And they're like, holy shit, overnight, they have no income. So they have to do what they can to get their income back, their revenue back. And they either have to rebrand or they can just pay a license. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it's cheaper for the brand to pay for a license than have to absolutely rebrand. Yeah. And so it's all part of the game of trademarks, which I'm so passionate about because it's not just about getting another brand shut down. It's about owning what is yours and mm-hmm. truly enforcing it because mm-hmm. some people, they think, oh, I'm too small. I can't do this or do that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. My client, she owns a clothing boutique. She's nobody huge. She brings in, you know, maybe a couple, you know, a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year nothing crazy enough to make a living and a $25,000 check just to exist and have the registration. Like that's everything. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say to you. Like for people who are listening to this podcast right now and they're like, okay, I'm small. Like I'm an online coach. Should I be trademarking my stuff? Should I be protecting my intellectual property? I only have a couple courses or I've only done a couple launches or a couple masterminds. Like what do you say to those people? Yeah. So I completely understand where you are because it's not cheap. I'm not going to say like, yeah, it's so cheap. Like everybody can do it, but it's an investment in your business. And I think I know what's hard for a lot of people. It's the legal stuff. Isn't as sexy as like the sales stuff, the marketing stuff, but in the long run, the legal protection will make you money. It Mm -hmm. will make you way more money than what you spend on protecting yourself up front. Mm -hmm. And we, so just to give you an idea. So my law firm, we charge right at $2,000 for one trademark, uh, this is the search and the application. Then with Legalpreneur, we have the the trademark course. And that's where we teach you how to do a very, very thorough search, the application. And then we go into details about licensing and how to make that uh, make that happen with passive income. Because that's really, like I said, where the magic happens with passive income. And yeah. so the course, that's $14.97. We also have the 12 payment option. And that's a great option for somebody that can you can sit down and figure it out or have somebody dedicated on your team to take over that process because if you have multiple trademarks like that's really where the value of your brand is and the more trademarks you have the more valuable your brand is so you always any new offering you always want to make sure you're running a very thorough trademark search not just a quick google search we teach you we go into so much detail in the course about how to not just look for the same name, but how to break it down and look for any similar names that could be infringement. Because I can't tell you how many clients have come to us after they launched and they're like, Andrea, I searched, like I, I looked everything up and there was nothing there. And I'm like, I, I get it, but you didn't search all the similarities as well. Yeah. So is your trademark course always available or is it like open cart, closed cart? So it's currently on a wait list, mm-hmm. um, but we will be relaunching it in April. Okay, perfect. So we will definitely put all that information in the show notes for sure. And then you also have a book out right now. So yes. tell us about the book. And I also want you to tell the story of like why you wrote the book. Yeah. <laughs> so I just launched my first book right a month ago and it's Legalpreneur, the business owner's guide to legally protecting your business. And I've, I had this on my 
mine for a couple of years. I was like, oh, I really want to write a book. And I got this was when I was married. The idea came to me. But of course, my husband was like, oh, that's stupid. Nobody's going to want to read a legal book. And so make sure you guys all go and buy that book so we can leave you like F you husband. Yes. (laughs) Ex-husband. Yeah. And when I, so basically when I left him, I had it in my mind. I was like, I really want to be a better mom. Not that I was a bad mom, but I wanted to be a better mom, more intentional. And one of my like big principles is I don't want to just tell my kids they can do anything. I want to show them they can do anything they want to do. And at the end of 2021, I, it was on my mind again, a lot about the book. And I was like, it hit me. I was on vacation by myself and it hit me all of a sudden. I was like, damn it. I'm in my own way. And I am not being the mom that is showing their kids Mm -hmm. that they can do anything. And after that vacation, I literally began writing the book and I, it finally came out in January and I'm so, I I love the dedication to it because it's my favorite page in the entire book because I did dedicate it. It says to my children, Thomas and Allie, May you always live life according to your heart's deepest desire, love yourself radically and fulfill your wildest dreams, which has basically been everything that I've been uncovering for the past two and a half years is finding my heart's desire, loving myself radically and fulfilling my wildest dreams. Oh my gosh. I literally just got goosebumps. (laughs) I did like that. Like that literally spoke like directly to my soul. Yeah. I have done a lot of work in the past two years And I'm just very grateful that I am here to actually live it all Mm -hmm. and go through the journey and just grow and scale my own empire and have my kids along for the ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Oh my gosh. Andrew, we have been so grateful to have you on the show today. We will put all of your information in the show notes. If you guys are not one following her just because she's like an incredible human, please make sure that you guys go do that. Go over, say hello to her. Uh, You guys know there's nobody on the show that I don't like massively edify just as humans first and then business owners second. And then go over, grab her book, buy one for yourself, and then also send one to your business bestie, your coach, your mentor, somebody. Let's go out, support her uh, and her book. Andrea, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was so great to have you. Thank you. This is amazing. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.